Do you want to lose weight but struggle to stay committed to a meal plan because you constantly feel hungry? Does food provide you comfort when you are bored, angry, lonely, or sad? If so, you are in the right place. My name is Kristen Jones, and I'm a life coach specializing in emotional eating and weight loss, and I'm also a lifelong emotional eater. I want to provide you with information, motivation, and support so you too can learn to manage your issues with food and develop a healthy relationship with yourself. Welcome to the Breakthrough Emotional Eating Podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Breakthrough Emotional Eating Podcast. My name is Kristen Jones, and thank you so much for joining me this week. So I have to tell you, I put up, usually before I do my podcast, I put up a post in uh, the Breakthrough Emotional Eating community on Facebook. If you're listening to this on the podcast and you are not a member of the community, you absolutely want to be a member. And I will let you know how you can do that in just a minute. But I put up a post and I asked the question, what would be a harder thing to give up? Snacking was one option. And the other option was coffee and or alcohol. Y'all, that post blew up. I think I had at least probably, I know currently right now with with some of the questions responded to, we have about 365 comments. Um, There's a bunch of comments that haven't been replied to uh, by me, but just tons and so many people said snacking. And I kind of had a feeling, but it really goes to show what the impact and how, how much people can get really tied to what they do and how they go about doing things, whether it's drinking alcohol, whether it's drinking coffee, whether it's snacking, all of those things can become a habit. And all of those habits can impact, negatively impact your ability to to lose weight. And so what we are going to talk about today is the one thing that you need to, then one habit that you need to break in order to lose weight. And I'm going to say it goes pretty much hand in hand with emotional eating as well. And the big industry that this is attached to is going to hate me for saying this, but y'all, you need to give up snacking. And I know that that is not something that a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, yeah, let's do that. That sounds great. But I will tell you, there is something incredibly significant, and I'm going to explain to you why, something significant that happens when you stop snacking. So on today's podcast, what you're going to learn is you're going to learn why you have to stop listening to the big buff trainer that's at your gym that walks around and tells you, you need to eat every two hours to keep your metabolism up. You need to eat every two hours. Why you need to stop listening to him. He might be great to look at, but you got to stop listening to him for weight loss advice. Second thing is why, why does it happen that people can eat 12, 1500 calories, which isn't very much. And and they don't lose weight. Why does that happen? I'm gonna explain that to you as well. And then finally, how snacking actually will make you fat. 
how snacking can, can and will make you fat. And it doesn't matter what you're snacking on. So I'm going to explain those things to you. All right. So, but before we get started, I do want to give a shout out and I want to give a shout out to the 40. Yes, y'all. I said 40, the 40 members who are going through the 21 day breakthrough jumpstart. Uh, we just started on Monday, 21, 21 days, 21. We just started on Monday. It was a little rough with the Facebook not working and that kind of stuff, but everybody managed. Um, and it is so for, for all of the ladies who are in the 21 day, if you are in and you are live in the, uh, the breakthrough community, please, I would like you, I want to just one, tell you, thank you so much for everything that you've been doing for all of the, the posts and the support and the motivation and the kindness. I mean, it is amazing to watch people who have never met each other. Um, some of you saw each other on the on the uh, the Zoom call that we did the other night. You've never seen each other, but you are here, and you have this common goal and this common this common thing that you're working towards. And it's just amazing to see how all of you are just supporting each other and and being so kind and uplifting. And and you know, some people have had really rough starts. Some people have had amazing starts, and it doesn't matter. Everybody has just been there to lift each other up. So thank you so much. I am so appreciative. I'm I have so much respect for all of you for for taking, you know, for for taking this step and investing in yourself and really learning what you need to learn in order to you know, start that process. And it is a process and it is a long-term process of losing weight, managing your emotional eating, and then keeping the weight off for good. That is the key. And that's the most important thing. And, and one of the things that we'll be talking about is just how important it is that we have those levels of support and we have that community because that really is what gets us through those times that are really challenging. So let's move on to topic du, du jour. So um, and so what I'm going to talk about today, first thing I want to talk about is our cute trainer at the gym. Okay. Y'all, we know who he is. We know walks around. He's got his tank top on. He might as well not even be wearing a tank top, but he's walking around and you can hear him talking to somebody else. He's saying, you know, you need to be eating every two hours because that metabolism, it's going to drop down and you need to eat every two hours. And I'm going to tell you all that if you are trying to lose weight, you need to stop listening to him. And that means that we need to stop snacking because snacking is what we are doing in between our three meals a day. So why should you not snack? Why is that? Why is, why is that? Why do we need to just stick to our three meals a day? Well, there is something that we need to develop within us and um, we call it being fat adaptive. And so when a person becomes fat adaptive, what that means is, is that they can go anywhere from four hours to sometimes up to 24 hours without eating food. And they're able to, they, they have energy, their, their body is able to respond. I am not advocating in any way intermittent fasting. Those of you might be saying, oh, you're talking about intermittent fasting. I am not talking about intermittent fasting. I do not, I, I think it's something people can use. And I think it's fabulous if it's for you. It's not what I use in my program, but I do ask people to become fat adaptive. And what that means is that you go four hours between each of your meals. 
And the reason, and that, so that eliminates any kind of snacking. And the reason why I ask you to do that is because there is a process that our body goes through what we need to do in order to lose weight. It's not, it's, we're going to get to the calorie thing, but it's not about just counting calories. Okay. It's just not that simple. What we do, our bodies have three sources of energy that we can pull from at any point in time. So when we are sitting on the couch, when we get up and walk, when we get up to exercise, whatever it is, your body taps into the first, there's three levels. The first level of energy that it pulls from is the food that you just ate. So whatever you have in your system, you've eaten, you have food in your system, you are, um, it's, it's, it's readily available. Your body is going to tap in and use that source of energy first. Okay. The second place it's going to go is it's going to go to your muscles. It's going to go to your muscle glycogen. You store a certain amount of glycogen in your muscles and your body's going to go to that next. After the food that you've eaten is as all, all that energy is gone. It's going to go to your muscle glycogen. When that's done, that's when it becomes magical. That's when it goes to the place that we want it to go to. And that is the millions and millions of fat cells that we are all carrying around on our bodies. And those fat cells become a readily available source of energy that our bodies can use. And so your body, want, if you want to lose weight, you want to tap into those fat cells pretty quickly. But if you're eating all the time, your body never has an opportunity to even get to those fat cells because it's still trying to work through the donut that you ate or the couple of M&Ms or the you know, carrots and hummus that you decided to have that that's on your plan. And it sounds so healthy and that's all well and good, but you're never going to get to those fat cells. You're never going to tap into that. And so that becomes really problematic. That's why we want to allow our bodies to go that four hours. Now on this subject, on that subject of going that four hours, most likely you are going to get hungry. And what I want for each and every person who listens to this, I want you to realize that hunger is not a bad thing. In fact, if you're trying to lose weight, a little bit of hunger is not going to detriment. It's, 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 that's when your mind has to come in and you have to tell yourself, I'm going to be okay. I'm totally okay. Being a little hungry is not that big of a deal. And it's one of the things I talked about. I actually went live in the, in the, um, in the jumpstart group today and talked about what hunger can bring up for people. And a lot of times hunger can bring up a lot of emotional, a lot of an emotional piece. It can really, it can be very, um, uh, it can just spark a lot of things, a lot of memories, a lot of, of negative thoughts that then it turn into bad feelings. And so it's really important that if you are somebody who really feels like, oh, I, I hate being hungry. I really want you to really think about that, about what do you, what are the thoughts that you're having and the feelings that are then a result of that? And that's where you kind of need to start from. You need to kind of go from there, but it back to, back to why we, why we want to get to this fat adaptive state, because that's how we lose weight. We don't lose weight by counting calories. We lose weight by allowing our bodies to tap in to the fat cells that we're carrying around. And that in turn then allows our weight to go down. So when you are going in between your meals and you start to get hungry, you don't need to get scared. You don't need to be afraid and you don't need to get angry. 
you actually need to be like, okay, this is what I need to have happen. I need to feel hungry because that means my body's tapping into fat cells. So it's almost like you do the happy dance of like, ooh, burning fat. That's a good thing. That's what you want. Okay. That's the piece that you want. So we definitely want that to happen. Okay. The other piece is that when you don't snack and you go for that four hours in between your meals, your blood sugar, because you're not getting this influx of, of your blood sugar going up. Because one of the things that, that people, I don't think a lot of people realize is that any time you eat anything, whether it's a Twinkie, whether it's a stock of broccoli. Now, obviously they're gonna be very, very different in the level at which they raise your blood sugar, but your blood sugar still goes up when you eat that stock of broccoli. It still does. It's still going to elevate. It's not going to elevate as high, but it is going to elevate. And so we want to keep our blood sugar at a low, even level. And the reason why, and this is like the secret that most people do not get, is the reason why you want to keep your blood sugar level even is that when you eat something and your blood sugar goes up, actually, and this is true with anything, when you eat, your blood sugar increases. That is a natural part of eating. Your blood sugar goes up. What your pancreas does is it kicks some insulin into your bloodstream and it brings your blood sugar down to a lower level. When you have high levels of insulin, so if you have like, if you have a, um, you know, uh, an ice cream sundae or a donut, apple fritter more in particular, because that's my favorite, um, you, you, jack up your blood sugar, it goes really high. Well, your, your pancreas has to pour in a ton of insulin into your system. And so that insulin will bring your blood sugar level down, but the insulin is still going to be in your bloodstream. What our bodies do, and this is how amazing our bodies are, our bodies recognize when there's a high level of insulin in your system, your body recognizes that as a stress response. And so what it does is it shuts down all fat burning completely. It shuts down all fat burning because it senses that your body is in stress. And it goes back to the evolutionary times where it's like, oh gosh, we don't know if she's just mad at her boss or if she's being chased by a tiger. Either way, what's going to keep her safe and what's going to keep her, her alive is making sure she has fat cells on her because we don't know when she's going to eat again. And so that's what your body does. It shuts down all fat burning. And so that fat burning stops. And so that's why when people say, so we can, we can go to that, the, our next step of talking about that 1200 calories, somebody's like, well, I'm eating 1200 calories. How come I'm not losing just a ton of weight? Well, if you're eating all the time and your blood sugar keeps going up and down and up and down and your body, your blood sugar, your, your, sorry, your bloodstream is just up and down with insulin. Your body's like, your brain is going, hold on a second. Like she's going all over the place. We got to just shut that burning down. And so that's why we really want to make sure that you are, you keep your blood sugar level at an, at an even layer between your meals. You keep it even by not eating. That not only allows for the fat cells to be accessed, but it also allows for fat burning to continue. So you don't have all of those, those influxes of insulin coming in and then going back out. So 
that's one of the reasons why I, I ask in my program for people to not snack. That's one of the, that's one of the main tenants. It's probably one of the hardest things for a lot of people to do, but when people stop doing it, one, they realize how much control they have over their, their lives because they're not being pulled in by these habits that they're doing that aren't serving them, but they also get to be in control and they get to make the decision of like, you know what, this is not, no, this is, I want to make sure that I'm losing weight in the best way that I can. I'm not going to snack. I'm going to allow myself to be fat adaptive. I'm going to allow my body to tap into those fat cells. And I'm also going to keep the fat burning continuing by not having the ups and downs of my blood sugar and the influx of insulin that happens at the same time. So those that that's really, that really is the main kind of the main thing that is, is keeping, you know, that main reason why we need that snacking, that, that, that snacking is that one habit that needs to go away. And again, there's another piece that, that I think a lot of people neglect to, to understand. And this is where not only the, the snacking and the frequent eating, but also the, um, the, the influx of the insulin and the, and fat burning being turned off. It doesn't matter what food you're eating. I mean, I'm not going to say it doesn't matter, but people can get fat eating healthy food. You can eat too much healthy food. You can increase your insulin levels in your bloodstream enough and by eating healthy foods, <laughs> I use my air quotes, healthy foods, you can do that. You can still, you can, you can not, you can not lose weight. So when I talk about, you know, somebody eating 12 to 1500 calories and they're like, I'm not losing weight. Well, you're not losing weight because you're eating all the time. So your blood sugar, your, your body doesn't even have an, the ability to be able, it's, it's scared to death. You're going to die. So it's like lockdown. Let's keep all the fat on you. So that's really important to rep, to remember and to recognize that it's not, it isn't, it isn't that calories in calories out. We really have to take into consideration what it's doing to our bloodstream, how our body responds to that and how frankly miraculous our body is that it knows how to do those types of things and it can recognize it and it can see it and it can be like, wait a minute, this is not good. This is stressful. This is stressful on her. We need to stop. You know, we need to make sure she's protected. So all of those things kind of come together to really create a, a situation that you really do need to consider the snacking that you're doing. And y'all, I haven't even talked about the extra calories that you eat as well, because that also comes into play as well for obvious reasons. You know, if you're snacking all the time, and again, people will say, well, I'm, I'm I eat really clean. I eat really healthy. But if you eat too much, it doesn't matter how healthy it is you're still eating too much food, more than your body needs. Um, I'm going to ask the, um, I know that um, the, I'm going to go back actually to the, to the Facebook group so I can see everybody. I know that we have ladies uh, on the, uh, on the call that are, um, that have, that have worked with me and are still working with me. And what I would love for, um, for them to chime in and, and just, I, you can, you can add whatever you like, but I want every, anyone who's worked with me and who's been on my program before, I want you to comment, how much food do you really need? And how much, how much, how quickly did you realize how much food you really needed to eat? Not how much you wanted to eat, but how much you really needed to eat to get by. Because that I think is probably one of the most interesting things that people realize when, when they start working with me is they realize like, 
wow, I was eating too much. My body really didn't need that much. And I'm able to get by on a much lower, much smaller amount of food than what was anticipated. And if you remember back, if you're a regular listener to the podcast, Melissa talked about that a couple of weeks ago about how she has realized that she is saving money by not having to buy as many groceries because she just doesn't, she doesn't need as much food as she had previously thought that she needed. So thank you. Almost half. Lori Jansen says, yeah, almost half, almost half. You pretty much cut your your amount of food almost in half of what you, what you had been previously eating. So, yep. So a half to a two thirds of the food on my plate. Absolutely. Sherry says a lot less than I was eating to than when I'm eating to only satisfied. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so again, it's just something to think about, you know, this is never, and I think you all know this if you're a part of this community and, and you listen to the podcast, I am not heavy handed. I am not a person who says you have to do it this way. I gave you guidelines. I tell you kind of the things that, that I know that will work and that, that are helpful. Um, and one of the things also and how this plays in with, with emotional eating is if you give yourself that, um, that, that honoring of saying, you know, no, I just, I don't snack. Then when those situations come up, where you are emotionally driven and you are, you know, you maybe feel that need to like, oh, I think I need to grab something. And then you remind yourself, oh, wait a minute. No, I, I don't, I don't need to, I don't need to, um, I don't need to eat. I don't need to eat to, to satisfy myself. Um, oh, this is really interesting. I'm just going to answer a question here. Um, so Christy, you say, I have a physical job, so I feel like I can eat more. You absolutely can. You absolutely can. It's just, what's your goal? That would be my question. So what, what is, what is the goal that you need now? I will tell, tell you that, that, so Christy, it's a great point. If you are, you also do have to take into consideration. If you have a physical job, you want to have physical energy to be able to get through your job. But I will also say that it's very, very important. One of the most absolutely essential things when it comes to getting through those four hours from one meal to the next is how hydrated are you? We have so many of us, myself included, that I'm super honest in the group and tell you guys that, that water is a huge struggle for me. And so, yeah, hydration is hydration going along with the, that way of eating. Hydration is a huge, huge component because if you are dehydrated, one, it's going to disguise itself as hunger, but also if you're dehydrated. So Christy, for you, um, you know, yeah, not, <laughs> yeah, no, I would say Christy, it's probably, you could probably with your physical job, you probably could get through with, with your three meals, but just making sure you have ample water and you are coming into your job really, really hydrated. Um, and that's one of the things about working out as well, whether it's working out or just, you know, doing something, you have to hydrate ahead of time. You can't, you can't expect that you're going to drink enough during a physical activity to, in order to make up for you already being hydrated. You have to go into it being hydrated as well. Absolutely. All right. Well, great. If anybody has any questions, any other questions, please jump through them in the comments. Otherwise, Y'all, oh, is it better for fat burning to go longer than four hours between meals? Robin, 
you can, and Robin, we are, I'm, I'm happy to talk about this tomorrow on our call because we have our um, our membership group call tomorrow. Um, we can talk about, you know, we, I'm happy to talk about intermittent fasting. I'm well-versed in that as well. Um, we can talk about that. Um, yeah, absolutely. It's one of the reasons why they people do intermittent fasting. And, um, and we can definitely talk about that. So um, Rob, make sure you remind me of that tomorrow um, on the call and we can absolutely dive into that. And, and I can give you some, some basic information. I have a couple of handouts that I can uh, provide for you guys as well. Okay, that was a great question. Great question. All right, all right, all right, all right. Any other questions? Let me see. Yep, so Stacy, four hours between meals. Yep, 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 yep. Colleen, great to see you down under. Thanks for jumping in. Glad that uh, water aerobics was good. All right. I think we're good. I think we are good. I just don't want to, I hate missing, I hate missing um, uh, any questions. Oh, and for those of you on the podcast and you didn't hear my pre-show story, thank you, Carol, for the dog biscuits in the car. I will have to start keeping dog treats. He's incredibly, we're talking about my dog, y'all. His name's Jackson. Um, we're, he is incredibly picky about his, uh, his treats. If I eat it, he's good to go. He will eat anything that I eat, but doggy treats, eh, not so much because they're dog treats and they're not my treats. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you again so much for joining me. If you are on the, um, if you're in the group, stick around because I will, uh, I'll jump over there and, uh, and we can, uh, I can chat and answer. Oh, I have a couple questions. So I will go ahead and uh, jump over and answer those. So thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Appreciate it as always. If you're not a member of the Breakthrough Emotional Eating Community, you want to become one, please go to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash food breakthrough and join our community. Please be a part of it. Come in super supportive, really encouraging. Y'all, we have fun. So come on over and, uh, and join us. All right. Thank you again so much for joining me. And I will see you all again next week. Thanks, y'all. Bye. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. For more information on emotional eating and losing weight, please go to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash food breakthrough and join the Breakthrough Emotional Eating community. I hope to see you soon.